welcome to the 140th episode of Downtime Podcast with Elisa and Jeremy. How's it going, Elisa? I have no idea what's going on in the world, aside from just the fact that we're spiking in coronavirus. That, that like, I, I, I have no idea. Honestly, like, the Bay Area has been seeing a lot more cases recently, and I'm kind of scared. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where people just you know aren't wearing masks you just gotta you just gotta wear masks when you go outside that's all there is to it we're gonna be okay if everyone just wears a mask i've been my friend sent me um, like it it's so it's so hard apparently to wear a mask right my friend has been sending me some uh some videos about like people tell, trying to educate people on wearing masks like there's a video of these two guys who are just mm-hmm. down at huntington beach and they're like do you guys need masks and they're like no or like they're like we left it in the car, or they're like we don't believe in that, or stop trying to put your beliefs on us. It's like what? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's so lame. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it, yeah, I know, right? God, it's re- it's seriously just a mask. C- come on. <laughs> and then there was another video of this dude. It was like poking fun at people on like Facebook and just online who were just like don't wear masks. Like don't, we don't believe in all that stuff. Like the virus is not real. And then like they're like people buying like masks with like see-through like mouth parts like for airsoft or crocheting their own masks but it's like got that like grate on it so the holes so like you know like um what is it called like air can still go through your mask it's like what the Mm -hmm. you're not even blocking anything yeah it's ridiculous I, i i genuinely have no idea what's going on in the world outside of that yeah. Apparently, Kanye West is running for president, so... No surprise. That's a thing. Didn't he try to do that already? Or am i mistaken i don't know i just i i I was just trying to catch up on stuff and then i briefly saw that he's running for president i i I have no context beyond that huh interesting i don't think i'll vote for him (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) like who's gonna like that's so stupid anyways (laughs) (laughs) I think we've had enough entertainers as president for, for, for you know, for one time. I know. You know, it, I didn't, I, I just don't know with Kanye. I actually think I have a whole conspiracy theory about it. Oh, yeah? Actually. Go, go yeah. on. Please do tell. I don't think Kanye West actually cares about being president. I think he's doing it to get the young vote off of a non-Trump candidate. Ah. I see. Okay. Okay. If that if that makes sense. Yeah. Like he's not actually serious. He's just doing it to get the to get more votes to Trump and split things up. Ah. So he's trying to be like I wouldn't say the vice president, but he's trying to be <laughs> he's trying to be a prominent figure in American politics. I, or That's interesting. I, guess, I actually or didn't know like, that he was running for president. I guess I haven't been poking my head into the same. I I just I just read I I was catching up on like news for the first time and 
Kanye went like on a whole Twitter rant and then he's running for president and you know typical Twitter rants but yeah I don't know I don't know much else beyond that other than that life's good life's good outside of work yeah, uh yeah everything's okay everything's chill I've been doing a lot of window shopping um like I'm like do I need a new PC I really don't need a new PC do I want a laptop I really don't need a new laptop do I want this thing for my camera. I really, don't, I really don't need that thing for my camera. So it's just like me trying to prevent myself from buying unnecessary items in my house. I'm like, it's better to save money. It's honestly better to save money. I mean, there's an anxiousness due to everyone staying at home and you're desiring something that you can't really have. And you're just trying to figure out ways to su- supplement that. Mm-hmm. Like, um... I I've been doing a bit of window shopping as well. Except I'm ac- I actually am going to get a new phone this year. My my phone's 5 years old. Ah. So I'm so I'm just getting a new phone. Time for an upgrade for sure. But I don't know if I'm getting the the new 12 or the just get the current 11 for the iPhone. I haven't decided yet. No, I feel it. I I think that whatever you choose is going to be good for, you know, the future you know, right? Like productive wise, I think you'll you'll just find that it's faster and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got a new phone this year too, and I was just like, "Oh, this is much better than what I had before." Yes. It was like a late birthday present to myself, and I I love it. I have the um, Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus. It's last year's model, but I still okay. I still like it. You know. Oh yeah, why would you need a new phone if you got last year's phone? It does get to that point though when you're when you have a phone for so long, you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna do whatever with this. Like you just put it everywhere. You you just like throw it around because when you first have it, you're like setting it down slowly, you know, taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Um. But in any case, I did actually give in recently and I bought a new office chair. But when I got the office chair, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. I um office chair at work.com remember i mentioned that website to you yeah so i bought an office chair from them and i was waiting for like half a month for it to come in um and this website was recommended by one of my coworkers. i was like okay so if they've used it before it must be good so july rolls around i get the office chair i'm like sweet um it says delivered on fedex i go to my front door mm-hmm. And I see this huge box with a giant hole on the top. I'm like, what is this? And there's like clear duct tape around it. I'm like, wait a second. Why? Why does it look like this? Like, what did did it like it look like it fell off the back of a truck? Basically, um, the 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 shipper used FedEx ground. So I think that might have been one of the reasons why it looked like that. It just went through a bunch of different states before it got to me. And, um, by the time it got to me, there was a huge, like, gaping hole in the top, and the box was, a little, like, a little moist. It was a little wet. I was like, why is that? And, um, when I opened it up, I was like, okay, all the parts are here. Or so I thought. Like, it was a little bit dirty, but I was like, okay, this could be cleaned easily. And then I, um, I unpacked everything. I was like, okay, the seat's here. The backrest is here. The bottom part with the wheels are here but no middle gas cylinder. I was like, are you serious? So I think it might have fallen out during transit. Oh, God. Yeah. And I reached out to the company. Uh-oh. I was like, yo, I'm missing a crucial part of my chair that needs, you know, I need to sit up using this chair. I need to be, 
I basically need this chair. And then, um, yeah, they, they're like, all right, what part are you missing? And I sent them, like, pictures online of the exact piece. And they're like, all right, we'll send it to you this week. So it was supposed to arrive today. Hasn't come yet. Still waiting. Still waiting for that last piece. Um, but so I have a really nice office chair that I can't use because I can't put it together <laughs> because the most important part, I wouldn't say it's the most important part. It's like one of the most important pieces of the chair is missing. And then I looked up some reviews of the company online and I was like, all right, a lot of people were not big fans of that company. And I was like, I, I think there's a reason why it's probably because some of their pieces fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was whole, that, that's my whole debacle. So I hopefully tomorrow or Saturday that cylinder that connects the base of the chair and the the seat will come in. All right, let's go into some stuff that we're playing. I know we're both playing Animal Crossing still. Yes, it's uh, it's the, still the summer. Wonderful package. I love it. I love summertime in real life and i love it in animal crossing oh it's i think it's my favorite one so far just because i like uh i like diving yes and i i have i have a i have a gigas oyster now or a gigas clam i don't remember what it's called but i have that huge ass oyster clam and i'm the the one that's blue and it was like really hard to catch right and it was really difficult to catch. I was like, what's going on? I like I have no idea why I can't get this. It keeps swimming away. And then but when I finally get it and I lift up, I realize, oh, that's why. Yep. Yep. The one thing that's a little disappointing is um I'm trying I I, I was planning on capturing three because I thought, oh, you know, I I wanna make a statue out of this because at that point I also collected three moon jellies. And I wanted to make a jellyfish statue. So when, what's his name? Um, Gopher. Oh, the sea otter guy, right? Uh, uh, n- not the sea otter. Oh, CJ. Uh, CJ. So when CJ came along, um, I I had those three moon jellies to give the statue, uh, to make a statue, and then it he only makes it for fish. And then I was like, oh, then maybe. I have to find Pascal to make a statue. And then I can't find Pascal if my life depends on it. Like, I, can, I, I think I've only met Pascal two times in my life, and that's when I captured a scallop. Yeah, that's like the only time you can you can talk to him, actually. You have to yeah. capture scallops. Yeah, and so it's a little... It, so I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope that they're going to make a patch where you can make statues out of the things you capture while diving. Because that disappoint like i i want a statue of that gigas clam like that would be a legit ass statue and the moon jelly so i'm hoping that happens no i mean i agree i i also i eh, i also caught one of the the uh the the clams and i was like why is this it took me like literally 10 minutes to catch it it was Mm -hmm. insane um and then uh there's something that I was disappointed about by mm-hmm. CJ's modeling stuff. Yes. So I was like, all right, I want three, gr- I want a great white shark like statue. And it, was, and it was smaller than you thought, right? Yeah. I was so disappointed. I was like, what the heck? Why is it so tiny? Oh, um, that that's, that's one of the most disappointing things about 
the sharks. It's like I was expecting a huge shark statue because I I think that um when Flick makes statues, they're slightly bigger than what the actual bug is. Right, and right. They're pretty satisfying. But when you get CJ to make a statue, they're really small and it's disappointing. Like I like I was really disappointed by my great white shark statue. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? I I was like this is so tiny compared to the actual thing that I caught. I know. Well, I mean, gotta collect our sharks now because they all disappear after August. Yeah, I'm I'm most excited for winter whenever that happens because I heard that like in the same vein that you could collect cherry blossoms, you can collect snowflakes. So, yes, yes. That's one of really cool. Oh yeah, one of my um one of my friends she got the game. She lives in the bay, but she wanted her city. She wanted her t- her island to be uh, in the southern hemisphere because she wanted something interesting. So when she got the game, it was already fall, and she was like mailing me acorns. I was like, yeah. "Whoa, that's so cool!" And I went to her island, and I was like, "Whoa, this is interesting because it was spring here, it was fall there, uh, summer now for us, and it's winter for her." So I got a little bit of taste of winter. I got to catch some winter fish. I got to uh, catch some snowflakes, and I was like, "I don't know what to do with these yet." <laughs> <laughs> that's so just- cool. Yeah, she was like making snowman. It was awesome. Apparently, in fall, you can collect mushrooms, from what I'm hearing, and you can make mushroom statues or something like that, or mushroom lights. I mean, oh, that sounds awesome. I need those like in my basement. Yes, I'm really happy with the villagers that currently live in my town. I've kind of like in the last like two, three months, I've kind um, I've been doing this thing where I want um one of each not one of each animal but like i i don't want more than the same animal on my island and i i've eventually like got some new villagers and i'm really excited because they all seem really cool groucho is like my second favorite villager now what animal is groucho he's a blue bear he's the best oh i love that guy and then i also have this um gorilla named peewee and he's awesome Ah, uh, I remember Pee-wee. Ah, yeah. nice. Very nice. I, I really enjoy Pee-wee. And then I, I ended up getting Zucker, but I don't want him on my island. I want him off. I, I, I want a dog. So <laughs> my my next goal is to kick him off my island because Octavian is the superior octopus and get a dog species of some sort. Yo, can I take Zucker off your hands, girl? Oh, bruh. Um, I don't know how we're going to plan this, but... Cause I, so there's a guy that I don't like in my town, and I'm waiting for him to, to tell me, I want to leave. Because okay. he... Yeah, his name is Boots. He's an alligator. He's chill, but I'm like, I don't like, like, his personality. I'm just like, oh. dude, I already... Because I have so many other villagers just like him that have the same personality. I'm like, dude, I need someone else. And and Zucker, I want Zucker, because Zucker kind of fits the theme of my town. He's lazy, too. Perfect. That's what I need. <laughs> Shoot. Um... Okay, well, I will be, uh, like, you know, at this point, I'm on the lookout eventually if Zucker ever wants to leave. You're you, you you're probably going to have to do time travel the day that I f- realize that, you know, he's about to leave. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out on the side. Yeah, if it doesn't work out, then it's fine. But, um, yeah. I mean, we'll, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it later. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to bring, like, work business speak into this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, stop. <laughs> Did I trigger you? Did I trigger you a little bit? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back to Animal Crossing. Let's go back to Animal Crossing. Um, something recent that happened to, for me that you were involved with, Lisa, was I finally hit it big uh, in the turnip market. I actually had over 300. I had 498 um, bells per turnip. And uh, it, that was actually one of my goals this year was to finally hit it big because I've been ever since day one of getting the game. I was so adamant about getting high turnip prices and I finally did it. And now I can say with confidence that I'm going to retire. I have retired officially from buying turnips. It's been a long process buying turnips like every week, waking up early every Sunday, trying to get it. Now I can sleep in on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> my, it was like a second job. My goal one day is to be the store that has turnip prices over 500 and I can price gouge everyone in entering my island. That's my goal one day. That's no, yeah. That's, totally. that's that's the ultimate dream, but it's never happened yet. So... Eventually, you'll get there. I know. I um, So I did open my island after you left, like a few hours after you left. I opened my island um, until uh, like closing time, which was 10. Mm-hmm. And um, I opened it up to, up to the public on Turnip Exchange, the yes. website. Yeah, that that awesome website. Um, met a lot of people. I mean, I didn't really talk to a lot of people. A lot of people simply went to Nooks and then just left. Some of them left tips, which was really nice. I you know I didn't ask for them to leave it. I was like, Nooks is exactly in front of the airport. You can't miss it. I roped the area off too. Um, uh, uh, so a lot of people came through. There were some that did not follow the rules. Shame on you. The rules being um, don't wait in the queue after you finish. Rejoin the queue. A lot of people just waited in the queue or they took down the number, the Dodo code number, and then just like jumped in whenever. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's that's not right. I wish you could kick out individual people in Animal Crossing, but you can't at the mm-hmm. moment. I don't know if that's going to be a thing in the future, but it seems like Nintendo doesn't really want to implement like kicking a specific person out. Yeah, I guess um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't really a problem. It was just an annoyance to me. Um, I was like, yo, let other people come through. I even put it in the description. I was like, don't stay more than 20 minutes in the queue or I'll, I'm going to kick you out. There's someone that was there for like 19 minutes. And I'm like, bro, I got to kick you out. And I messaged them because you can message people. Um, you can message everyone in the chat. Yeah. And I, I, I put them on blast. I was like, yo, get out of here. Hey. If you don't get out in like a minute, I'm going to kick you out. And then they can't respond to you. The only way that they can show action is by leaving. So I they didn't leave for another minute. And I was like, all right, I'm kicking you out. So I kicked them out. I think it was a good choice because uh, yeah. they didn't show up, didn't show up after that. Because I was That's like, yo, power move. Yeah, I know, right? Um, gotta flex that uh, that admin power. Right. <laughs> um. So at the end of it, at the last thirty minutes, I was like, maybe I can um get something out of this. So I was like, all right, only join my island if you can give me gold or rusted parts, and no one joined. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was asking for too much. That's hella funny. That was a day where I actually like I got a whole inventory of turnips. I usually don't do a whole inventory just because I feel like I didn't need it. But that that week, uh, I just did it because I was bored. And then it turned out it worked out for me. So, <laughs> I mean, you you made out like a bandit, so that's good. I know. 
now because I got a meeting. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta go. I gotta fucking I, I go. I gotta go. So <laughs> you should, I just imagine you leaving Nooks with like tons and tons of money in bags, and you're like, I gotta go to my meeting. <laughs> you just I gotta go leave. to my work call. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the so, coins falling out. Like I gotta I go to my meeting. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, it worked out. It worked out. Yes. Um, one of my friends was like, do I need to leave you a tip? I was like, your friendship is all I need. And then she was like, oh. And then she's like, is there anything that you want? Um, I was like, well, if you ever come across the fighting game arcade machine, let me know. And she was like, all right, I actually have it um, cataloged. I'll send it to you. And I was like, oh, nice. thanks. So that was her, her tip to me, which was the, the arcade machine. And now I have all three arcade machines, and I'm really happy about that. Um. Yeah. On the flip side of that, the other the other thing that I'm doing in Animal Crossing is I'm hunting for the beetles, like like the the the, the Goliath beetle, the rainbow beetle, like all those beetles. Um, turns out you need a lot of uh luck and a lot of palm trees because some of these spawn only on palm trees, and it's kind of annoying to be honest. I have because... a lot of palm trees, so there's no issue for me actually. <laughs> yeah, I had to grow some and it took like three days and I was like, oh my god. So there's there's more palm trees on my island now, but whenever I see a I'm like down to three more beetles that I have to catch. Maybe it took two or three. Uh, I see. one of them was like literally hanging on a tree and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna catch it. And I got up like f- like really far away and it flew away. I was like, Are you serious? So I think it's one of those beetles where it kind of acts like a uh What's it called? It acts like uh, uh, a scorpion or tarantula. Like, you have to yeah. wait for it to, like, you know, stop moving or stop making an action. Yeah, they can be really annoying. Yeah, it's just really annoying to catch, and I'm just like, nah, I'm good, you know? But, um, I'm just very slow when I creep up on these stupid beetles, so that's how I get the work done. Well, in any case, I mean... Animal Crossing is still one of my dailies. It's still one of the daily games that I play. I, I wake up, I grab my Switch, turn on Animal Crossing, hit yeah. my rocks, grab my money tree, check the stores, see if yeah. there's anything that I don't have. It's A lot of my friends, I feel like, have already dropped off of uh, Animal Crossing. And I'm the, I'm just one of those people where I, I love Sim games. Like, I can play Sim games for a really long time. And I always yeah. revisit Sim games that, that I'm just like, oh. I'm just, like, not really, you know, like, I'm always going to play this game. But it's just, like, this specific game and this situation. Like, I'm, like, not kidding when I say this. I feel like I would be more, like, mentally unwell and depressed in in this current year if Animal Crossing didn't come out when it did. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Like, I think that I would have been, like, I don't, like, if I didn't have kind of, like, this daily sim game to play, I, and it's just based off of, like, something lighthearted like animals, I have no, like, I don't know if I would be happy or sad right now, or, you know. Yeah, no, I I totally get it. I I think this game came out at the perfect time. I think it released unknowingly, you know, when this virus happened. Um and it caused Switch sales to go up, and I believe Animal Crossing is the best-selling Switch game of all time at this point. Not surprised. 
Yeah, which it should be. It's it's a great game. I love Animal Crossing. Um, to your point before, Elisa, I do like sim games a lot as well. And in the past, I played Animal Crossing almost every day. With this current iteration of Animal Crossing, I literally play it every day. Yes. Um, be it an hour, hour combined, maybe like an hour and a half. But um, I I love Animal Crossing so much. Like I I don't want my villagers to leave. The specific ones like Sherb, Tiffany. Um, I don't want them to leave, and I like I have I feel like I have an emotional attachment to the characters, and maybe not like a too crazy emotional attachment, but I do have like like I, I like them, you know, like I I I am emotionally invested in the game. Oh, hundred percent, totally. Like, yeah, Groucho's my not Groucho. Well, yeah, Groucho's my boy, but also Octavian. Like, we're we're BFFs forever, basically at this point. So, hey, hey, um. Yeah, I uh did I tell you that my brother has all three octopi? That's amazing. Yeah, he said he didn't even like he doesn't believe in buying villagers like us. Like we don't we're not like we're like why would you ever pay for like villagers? Like he just found them all like on on islands, on Nook Mile Dude, ticket sometimes islands. Sometimes you're just really lucky with the Nook Mile tickets, like really really lucky. Yeah. Like, like I've been like the last time that someone left my island I was trying to get a like a a dog because I but then I kept getting animals that are repeats of my current animals on the island. Mhm. And um and like it was so it was it was like so ridiculous. And I didn't even I I didn't have that many resources at the time. I only had maybe like I I only had 10 tickets that I could use just based off of my resources. Ah, I see. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't yeah. I didn't even really have much. So I used all 10 and I was like, "Dang it." Okay, it's fine. I'll just accept who it is. And then by luck, it turns out I got a rabbit move in the next day. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't ha- and I didn't have a rabbit. And I was like, well, I got lucky there because <laughs> You're like a dog, right? Alright, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Like I it's like I kept getting like I kept getting like penguins or I kept getting like alligators or like like um birds and I was like, I know I have all of these animals, I can't and then I was like, okay, fine. I'll just accept whoever comes next, the next day. Turns out it's a rabbit, and I don't have a rabbit. And I was like, cool, sweet. Also, yeah. this rabbit's kind of weird, but I love her. It's like a rabbit who, um, like a gingerbread coconut looking rabbit. And it's uh, like... Coco is no, not Coco. Yeah, her yeah, her name's Coco. Oh, okay. oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, so she moved in randomly, and I was like, oh, cool. I got a, I got a, I got a bunny. But I, 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 I like the way she looks like she looks creepy but in like a cute way i guess so <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm like your face looks kind of weird but okay <laughs> <laughs> you're just staring at me and not blinking i know um i i was in the same situation as you uh a couple weeks ago um one of my villagers was like i want to leave and i was like you know what that's okay i thought he was cool his name was sheldon you would think he's a turtle, but he's actually a squirrel, and I did it's not know why. It's a shame that this game doesn't have turtles. I'm just saying, like, missed opportunity, so. There was a turtle. His name was Tortimer at one point, and he was the mayor of your town. And This is, like, Aww. the very first game. But, you know, the mayor position kind of disappeared. And in and, uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS, you were the mayor, so he couldn't be there. Oh, but, I um, see. Yeah, so now he's disappeared entirely. One of, now one my of the f- mayor is this guy named this fucking badger named Tom Nook. Yeah, get the hell out of here, you trash panda. God. 
um, one of the first trailers that came out, there was a gravestone in the background, and people thought that was Tortimer's grave. I was like, that is really dark. I don't <laughs> think that would be the case, because he's really, really old. Yeah. Um, but turns out, I don't think he's dead. I think he's just hanging out somewhere, probably on a different island. For Maybe sure. he'll come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was in the same predicament as you before, Elisa. Um, I, yeah, again, my villager wanted to leave. And I was like, you can leave because one, I wasn't really attached to him. Two, his house was exactly the same as another one of my villagers. Exact same layout, exact oh, same furniture. That's possible? Yeah. They were right next to each other too, which is weird. Oh, um, I, didn't, I didn't even know that was possible. I know, right? So Sheldon had like a mushroom forest kind of background or okay. house structure. And then I have another um, villager. He's a monkey. And he also has um, like a mushroom forest like background and i was like oh wow i see yeah and i was like i kind of like the monkey more than you so you're telling me that you want to leave you can go ahead and go yeah so he left and i was like all right the day that he like it takes two days right the day he tells you he's gonna leave the second day where he's packing up and the third day where he's completely gone and there's a vacant lot so and then that's the day you can you can either visit someone's island or visit random islands to get something exactly so just like you, I had like five Nook Miles tickets. I was like, all right, I'm going to go on a hunt. I'm going to go find someone. And if it doesn't work out, I'll just wait and see what happens. Yep. Used all five tickets, could not find anyone that I liked. And then I was like, all right, cool. We'll we'll, we'll just see what happens the next day. Next day it rolls around. Isabel's like, we want to welcome Boots to our town. I'm like, Boots? Hmm. Is it like a monkey? Like Door of the Explorer reference? Let's see. I go. It's an alligator. And I'm like, huh, Hi. And he's like, hey, I'm Boots. I'm from your friend's town. I was like, holy shit. I just talked to you once. Like, I didn't even take him. And then I I messaged my friend that um, the town I went to. And I was like, yo, I just got Boots. She's like, oh, wow. He found a new home. He left like a month ago. I was like, what the shit? Whoa, that's (laughs) weird. I didn't know that's a thing. (laughs) So the way that this worked in previous Animal Crossing games was in the very first game, let's say you have a save file so in the past on the gamecube animal crossing took up one entire memory card like for just just your town that you would have to dedicate one entire memory card to animal crossing Mm -hmm. so my brother and i had our own individual memory cards we had our own little towns we shared the same disc we shared the same gamecube but we had our own memory cards so that was like our way to distinguish between the two different towns um so uh my brother had his villagers and I had mine and if you visited them and you talked to any of them then one of them would move to your town eventually okay. if uh if if one of your own like was kicked out or they moved away uh I think that's still the game mechanic here I don't know if it triggers if you have to talk to them like I don't know if you can just visit someone's town not talk to anyone and then get one of the villagers or you visit someone's town talk to that specific villager and then if just by chance, they leave their friend's town and then they come to yours. Like, I don't know if that's how that works, but I think it's a really cool mechanic regardless. I did, that, That's really cool. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat, right? Yeah. Uh, so I got Boots. Not a big fan of him. I think he's dope, but uh, I want someone else, to be honest. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, got, it's, you said it's an alligator? Yes. Okay. So, um, my goal is to get like Zucker or Marina or Octavian and then give them an octopus and just be like, hi, what do you, what do you think about this? Oh my God. <laughs> no. 
Because I, I told my brother, I was like, "You have all three. Can you, what happens if you give them an octopus? I don't know if he's done it yet. I have to ask him. But uh, <laughs> I want to see what happens. No. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like giving a frog villager a frog. Oh my gosh! It's like, hey, do you know? Is this one of your family members? <laughs> do you know this person? Right. He's like, look, just because I'm a frog doesn't mean I know all frogs. <laughs> Definitely, uh, when I get Zucker to leave, I'll let you know so that if you do want to time travel to kick someone off your island, then. <laughs> we both finished The Last of Us 2. Yes, we both did. We have opinions on it, I'm assuming. Yeah, we're going to have, like, we're going to express our, like, more specific opinions in a different podcast, a different spoiler cast, but in general, what do you think of the game? I liked it. Um, I thought, the, so, you know, the thing that I think about games is, is it fun? Is it engaging? Does it tell an interesting, unique story? And, you know, does it appeal to my interests? And I believe that this game did all of those things. Yes. Um, while I am not a huge Naughty Dog fan, I do like a lot of their properties, like the Uncharted series, for example, and um, the first Last of Us game. I could not wait to play the next part of this game every time a new cutscene loaded. I thought this game was really interesting. I thought it was unique. I liked it overall. I understand the hate in the story. I understand why people didn't like it. But at the same time, I do appreciate it for what it is. I think a lot of the people that hate the game or are basing their hate on certain events that happen in the game are doing it kind of like blatantly and like kind of blindly without understanding. Um, not to say that those that play the game all the way through and then were like, I don't like it. That, that, like that's totally fine. I think that's fair. But um, yeah, as, as someone that, that could not wait to keep playing it, like, I stayed up late at one point until like two o'clock in the morning playing the game. Yeah. And because I just, I wanted to know what happened next. Oh, there was a specific cliffhanger where after that I played the game, I pulled an all nighter to play part of the game. Cause I was like, where is this even going at this point? <laughs> so yeah, like there, I had so many questions. There were yeah. more so questions than play, answers. There was a point where I was like, Oh, I have to play this. Cause what the fuck just happened? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... And then if that doesn't set it, if that doesn't like, certify that this is a good game or not then i don't know what does because it had me on the edge of my seat i thought it was fun and exciting i thought like the kills were interesting i thought the story was engaging i thought that the environment was beautiful like everything was so detailed there were so many little things in the game that like really made it seem like alive and yes. and flourishing and yeah it's like the animation the motion capture was beautiful and i like yeah i thought it was a good game overall i i, I really don't have a lot of complaints about it i do have some minor issues with the game of course as elisa mentioned earlier we'll go into that later and a, a separate spoiler cast for the game but elisa i want to hear your quick thoughts about this game yeah um i don't i thought it was fine like um i played the game and i finished it before reading reviews and i didn't realize that a lot of people didn't like this game actually um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I played this first, and then I found out that people didn't like this game. And to be completely honest, I feel like the reason people 
don't like this game is just kind of like, hey, you know, sometimes the story just goes in a different direction and you just gotta deal with it. <laughs> it's it's a lot of it, people it, are like, I, it's I not what I, I was I expecting. Think, like, I think I I think you know what I'm talking about, but I'm just like, I mean, yeah, yeah and I'm just like, hey, I was shocked. Like, I was surprised too, but I'm I I wasn't crying. You know, like. I, like, I wasn't, like, depressed after that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was actually more intrigued. I was like, oh, interesting. Um, I'll explain it more. The reason I didn't... the re- There's one thing that going in that specific direction, it took away from, from the game, in my opinion. Like, there's one thing that I was looking for in terms of a conclusion, but by going in that specific direction it actually took away from reaching that and it'll all make sense when i talk in the spoiler cast uh, but like in in general i i was fine with the plot twist i was like yeah like it's cool <laughs> yeah like, same i was like oh wow that's uh, that's yeah. awesome i was like that's i was like damn this is different okay well here we go it's like not it, it's like it's not my favorite it's not my favorite game like i i i like the last of us 1 more because of the conclusion punch like the same just because it it really was like a like it really was like a it was a trolley problem it was a it was basically like what would like giving like humanity but also your your kids you know what i mean like it was just like a whole bunch of things that i feel it was a lot of things that the finale of the last of us one covered whereas i feel like the finale of the last of us two was more covered violence as a general statement mm-hmm. but but didn't but there there didn't encompass like a lot of things i guess if that makes sense yeah absolutely yeah that makes sense and and, and uh we'll cover it more but yeah it's not my it, this definitely wasn't my favorite um naughty dog game but i i i, I was fine with it like i was i had a good time so <laughs> yeah no i okay it sounds like we're echoing the same statements so yeah I, that's cool yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm, so it was I'm cool. Sa- uh, like I was satisfied playing it. Like I, I didn't feel betrayed in any way. <laughs> like a yeah, lot of same, people. So same. I um, I I was talking to one of my friends about it, and she was like, "Yeah, I, I, I haven't played it yet, but I was reading about it, all the details and spoilers." I was like, "Okay, first of all, when you get a chance, I do believe that you should play it. Like, I understand that there's." There's one part in reading about the game and understanding like all those all the spoilers, and there's nothing I have no control over you. You can do whatever you want, right? Like I don't care if you read about it. I don't care if you spoil it for yourself. But I think there's another aspect to playing it and like living with these characters and and being with them because you you see them evolve over the course of the game. Like they really they really are forever changed. Yeah. And I think that's something different than just reading it on paper because there's. You can read about movies on Wikipedia, but it's not the same as like watching it. It's just like, and then Dumbledore died. It's like you don't have the same emotional impact as yeah. you do when you're watching or reading about it, like in in like from the source material. So, I yeah, I, I do believe that if you're someone that's hating on the game because you read about the spoilers because of that leak that came out before the game did. I and then... I re- and I didn't even like I really like this is how far detached I am from society right now. No, that's that's totally remember fine. Remember that one podcast you were like, "Do you know about the leak?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, so 
yeah, it's interesting because you you were you were like I didn't know about it. I don't want to read about it. I'm just gonna go play it. And yeah. I was like, okay, I know that there's a leak, and I don't know why people hate the game, but I'm gonna play it, and I'm gonna figure out why. And for the life of me, my brother and I, my brother was watching me play it the whole time. He was sitting with me the whole way through, and we were both trying to like come up like why do people hate the game? Like we'd make stupid little jokes on the side. It's like maybe people hate the game because of the guitar. <laughs> maybe people don't like you playing the guitar. <laughs> and there's a part where Ellie plays. Uh (laughs) aha yes yes i know and then i was like do people hate this (laughs) i know you know actually there was i what i was looking on reddit to because i was trying to i was trying to figure uh, get something explained for me and then there was legit a post about the guitar and someone went on a rant about like why they hated the guitar and i was just like all right, I need to log off for the day. This is so stupid. <laughs> it's so... That's enough internet for today. That's enough internet for today. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's that's that is. I think it's stupid too. It's like, come on, like yeah. it's just a guitar. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> but like, you you didn't have to go into that music shop. You didn't have to pick up the guitar. Yeah, you didn't. It's very true. Like you could have avoided that whole thing. They're like you literally could have just not played that, not knowing. Yeah, it you could have gone. You could have gone through Seattle and not have gone through a single building if you really wanted to. I yeah. Think. Like and just go straight to the building that you have to go to. So. Yeah. 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 It was all missable. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. But like the the explorer in me was like, I need to find out everything because I oh. wanted to read all the little notes, like what happened during the apocalypse and all that stuff. I just needed to get all the materials as well. So that's why I was going through everywhere. Yeah, world building. It's yeah. like you you talk about, there's all these little notes that talk about this guy named Boris. You're like, oh, Bo- this Boris guy must be a badass. I know, I and like you, Easter you, eggs like that. Yeah, right? And like, if you got to that point and you met Boris and you're like, I don't know who this guy is, I don't care. But I was reading all the little notes. I was like, Boris, Boris, who's this Boris guy? And we finally get to Boris. I'm like, holy shit, that's Boris. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, wow, this, they actually, they they had all these little details that introduced you to something that was actually a really major mechanic in the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, I, I must stress that there's a difference between playing the game and like experiencing it on paper like there's just two different ways to do it um so yeah please play the game please let us know what you think we're gonna do our spoiler cast and we're gonna talk about it more in detail and um yeah leave us comments about that and we can talk about it specifically about the last of us part two if you guys have any questions about like things that we thought about the game or if you guys had any other opinions that you'd like to share with us that we'll read on the podcast yeah I gave it a seven out of ten. I was satis- I was completely satisfied playing the game. Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a yeah. good game. As I, I agree with you that it was not my favorite Naughty Dog game. Yeah, it's not my De- favorite Naughty Dog game, but it's playable in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think I think one of the Uncharted games is up there for me as <laughs> yeah. one of my top Naughty Dog games. For sure. So aside from Animal Crossing and finishing The Last of Us, anything else on your docket that you're playing right now, Elisa? Work. (laughs) The game of work. The game of work. You know, Ghost of Tsushima officially came out, I want to say, six days ago at this this time of recording. I don't even think I'm going to play that for like another three weeks just based off of like everything that's happening, which which makes me sad. But (laughs) it will be hit eventually. Whenever that happens. 
Yeah, but when you do it, but yeah. that, but that that is how crazy work is for me right now. No, I feel it. Uh, I find myself trying to like not be in front of the computer. I usually gravitate towards like the PS4 in the other room because I'm like I don't want to be at my desktop. I want to be because if I'm at my desktop, I feel like I'm working and I don't want to feel like I'm working. Um, it's definitely not healthy to be using the same computer that you do work from home stuff on as your same gaming machine because yeah it just it it just messes with you at least for me personally i'm like i should not be doing the same thing here but in any case i also just in general i wasn't gonna do this because i was like i'm gonna i think i'm gonna save my vacation so that eventually when the world comes back together i could actually take like a month or so off and go to a different country but now i'm just like Fuck it. Give me two weeks of vacation after my project ends. I need a week, two weeks of doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> Yo, no, I feel like, it. Please. Give me two weeks. I'm over it already. <laughs> so. Like a day to just like sleep all day. The second day to like play video games or get good food or something. I you know? know. Exactly. Exactly. But. Because like, what, what the fuck else are we going to do? <laughs> right. Ghost of Tsushima is on my radar, though. I will play that when things die down so <laughs> awesome yeah i actually got it on tuesday i've been playing it i literally stopped playing it before we started recording this podcast were you ever able to get the cool collector edition of it because i didn't get it no i got the launch day i regret not getting the special edition i wish i got that version um i only have the launch day edition which, which just like comes with some like the soundtrack and like an icon and a background for your ps4 i see and it's while it's cool, like I wish I had other in-game items <laughs> from the special edition, but I'm still satisfied with the game so far. I will not talk about spoilers. I won't talk about anything specific with the game yet because I want you to experience it first, Elisa. Yeah. But the only comment I will say is I feel the same way playing this game as the same in the same vein as when I played Yakuza Zero. I cannot oh, okay. stop thinking about this game. All right. I think this game is awesome. When I first picked it up and I was loading into the very first mission, I was like, this is going to be sick. So I I really did not know what to expect. I mean, the trailers show you a lot of things and that whole like that whole like um Sucker Punch Studios introduction of the game like from the what was it? The PlayStation what was it called? Like the PlayStation that event that showed like a gameplay trailer of that game. Oh, State of Play. There we go. Yeah, the state of play. I was gonna say PlayStation, some PlayStation Play, but that didn't make any sense. It was the state of play. Um, so the whole state of play thing is really cool. But when you're actually playing the game, holy shit, is it a different experience? And I can't put that game down. Like I literally stayed up until one o'clock these past two nights playing this game because it's that engaging. It's that fun. It's so cool. It's. I can't wait for you to play, Delisa, and I hope that you have the same feelings that I do because it's it's awesome. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah. I will wait for you to play it before we start talking about it. Even if it takes a few weeks, like you just said, I think it'll be fine. It's going to be awesome. Sounds good. In other news, uh, other stuff that I'm playing personally, uh, of course, Dead by Daylight in the background. I've actually kind of eased off a little bit of Dead by Daylight because I wanted to focus on Ghost of Tsushima. And uh, it's been fun so far. Uh, there was a, a free game on the Epic Game Store called The Escapists 2. 
It's a isometric prison escape game. I heard of that game. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so it was free on the Epic Game Store. I got it. Um, my my cousins and brother and I, we all played it together. It's a lot of fun with four people. Everyone trying yeah. to escape prison. It's really cute looking too. Yeah, right. But it's actually really brutal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> One minute you're just doing workouts, and then the sec the next second you punch a dude and you get sniped in the street. You're like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of teamwork, coordination. Um, there's a whole crafting mechanic to the game. Um, there's different ways you can break out of prison. Um, but there was one method that we were trying to do when we were trying to break out of prison. And the game literally told us this option is only available in single player. We're like, what the hell? This is a multiplayer game that apparently had the multiplayer as an afterthought. And the single player as its first thought, because why would you make one of the most important aspects of the game, which is to escape a single player only option? It didn't make any sense. It was weird. We had to like escape out of a sewer tunnel. And it's like, you can only leave here in single player mode. We're <laughs> like, what the hell? We spent 30 minutes trying to set that up. Oh, and then we're like, we're like, you know what? Let's find another way. So the, the way that the initial way we did was we had to steal guards' uniforms. We had to get a very specific tool from a very specific mainline quest to open up a hatch. And after we opened up the hatch, we had to dig our way through a tunnel to get to a manhole that led outside of the prison. And it took, like, an hour to do that. And we're like, okay, we finally did it, and then we were told that it was single-player only. We're like, we got so frustrated. We're like, you know what? Let's find another way. My cousin was like, hey, there's a running Jeep on the bottom right corner of the map. Can we break through this wall? So we just brute forced our way through a wall and escaped through the Jeep. We could have done that the entire time, but we, we chose the more complicated route because we thought it was fun. Turned out, guess what? The game's like, fuck your fun. This is only for one person. We're like, oh, what are you gosh. talking about? This is, a, this is a multiplayer game. Oh my God. <laughs> it was a sequel to a game that was already single player. Yeah. And you have, you have a sequel that is multiplayer focused, but there's only escape routes for a game called The Escapists, and you can only escape in single player mode. It didn't make any sense. It was weird. Rant over. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> End rant. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, I've been also thinking about my Steam backlog, and I finished another game that has been in my backlog since 2016. It's been more than four years, almost. Um. And that is Alien Isolation. I thought you played that already. Oh, you have you have you played that before? I haven't, but I thought you played that already. I did play it briefly, but I never finished it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I I was like, you know what? I want to make space on my hard drive. I also want to clear out my Steam backlog. I want to see how this game ends. I see. Scary as shit. Holy crap, that game is scary. Not just the alien that hunts you. There's also like androids that are freaky because they have red eyes and they just come at you and they punch you and they can kill you in a few hits. Yeah. Um, and sometimes there's multiple aliens. It's insane. I was, I was scared, but I think it worked out in the end. Nice. Um, yeah, I finished it. I, I removed it from it Steam. Take? Oh my goodness. It took me, well, it took like a couple weeks to finish overall, but pulled together, I think it would be like, I don't know, uh, Maybe 12 hours. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, I tried to get a lot of the achievements. So, um, I did that too. Uh, just like finding a bunch of like little logs. Like you can find some, um, some audio logs from, uh, cast members of the first movie. Yeah. The, for, there's a ship called the Nostromo and you can, and the people that were, the actors that were playing their characters actually, they, they contributed their voices to the game. So that was kind of cool in okay. like backlog sessions. Um, so that was fun. Like the whole, the whole game I think was interesting and it was definitely, it definitely felt like an alien game. Alien in the sense that it felt like it was part of the movie franchise. So. Oh, that's cool. Highly, yeah, highly recommend. Um, if you got, if anyone out there likes horror games, I think this definitely fits that genre. And I think it's a lot of fun to just like, if you're, especially if you're a fan of the franchise, one of my friends messaged me while I was playing the game. Um. And he was like, hey, is that game fun? I was like, yes, it is. I was like, do you like Alien? He's like, I love the movies. I'm like, then why don't you have the game already? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, 10 out of 10. Awesome game. Um, And then the other game that I'm playing right now, like I kind of put it on pause because Ghost of Tsushima took up most of my time, but is uh, Jet Set Radio. Oh, no way. You're playing that? Yeah. Have you ever played it? I've never played it before, but I've watched my cousins play that game. It's fun. It's it's interesting. It's uh the music is awesome. Um it definitely feels like a byproduct of the 2000s. I think the game came out in like 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002. Well, in any case, it's like hip hop. It was on, it was on Dreamcast, right? Correct. Yes. It's one of those Dreamcast games that I never owned as a kid cuz I was too busy playing Sonic Adventure. <laughs> hey. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Jetset Radio. It's it's got a cult following. It's available on Steam. I think it's like available everywhere. This is one of those like Dreamcast package games that Sega released in like the late 2010s, and where they were like, "Hey, guess what? Beat Space Nine, Sonic Adventure, Crazy Taxi, Sonic Adventure Two, and Jetset Radio. It's all gonna come at you on iOS, Android, and PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. So this is like one of those recycled games that just like it it it's. It's like, I would say it's a classic that touched a lot of uh, the gaming world since its debut. And it's it's like known. Like everyone knows about Jet Set Radio. People people try to keep it relevant. There's like there's a radio station online dedicated to just the music from the game. Oh, I didn't know and that. I think it's really wow. cool. Yeah, there's a live DJ that like mixes it all. It's so cool. Oh god. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. They're like you can't go wrong with a guy rollerblading, you know? Oh yeah, doing cool tricks, you know, spray painting. Spray painting. At the beginning of the, yeah, the beginning of the game is like graffiti is an art, but we don't condone it as a crime. It's like okay, we don't we don't ex- <laughs> we don't want you to, to graffiti like like the walls of like you know your your town hall, but we want but it's okay if you do it in your own home. <laughs> I was like okay, it's like cake. it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like all right, cool. I'm never gonna do it in real life. I don't really have time and COVID, so uh, <laughs> cool. Wow, so there's a lot of things we got to talk about. Uh, some of the stuff is a little bit older, but I just want to get your opinion on this, and we can hash out a little bit. And uh, so for this segment, Jeremy's going to tell me all the news because I have no idea what's going on right now. Totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah, I'll I'll help drive and bounce ideas off of you, and okay. we're gonna have a good time. Cool. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, we're gonna kind of talk in um, 
this in a what is it descending order starting with the oldest stuff um so the super smash bros community had a scandal where it came out that there were a lot of um underage sexual misconduct happening oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, okay that one i heard about so there was a guy named puppe he's like apparently a really prominent player in um in the smash community and it came out that uh, he was being abused by um, this uh, woman who was 24 at the time. And he was 14. And they were in a very sexual relationship. And he didn't really... He was too naive at the time. So he didn't really know how to express this. And he didn't know who to tell. He didn't know... He was scared. You know, he didn't know what was going on. So he kept it in for a long time. And then, and then he put forth what had happened on Twitter. And it just blew up from there, just cascaded. A lot of people started like coming out with their own stories. There was a guy named Zero who who had evidence that he was not part of this whole scandal thing, that he was not abusing these people, that he was not doing these terrible things. And turned out all of it was a lie. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it goes to show that even though you might have the receipts, even though that person might have the receipts, sometimes it's not always the truth. Yes. Um. There was a guy named Sky Williams, who was a very prominent YouTuber and part of the Smash community. He It turned out that he was um, housing a lot of people, which was already public knowledge, public knowledge. But under his house rules, he was like a tyrant. He had like rules which were like, you know, don't wake me up for any circumstance whatsoever. And always tell me when there's going to be a guest. And if there was a guest and um, Sky wasn't briefed, he would start breaking things in the house until you paid him... Um, $350 before 6 a.m. the next day. Oh, so uh -oh. he would like slowly start to break your personal belongings until he got the money. It's like, what kind of dictator regime is this going on in this house? Um, he was known in the community because he housed a lot of um, potentially famous Smash players. So if you're like a Smash player that wanted to get into the competitive scene and or you wanted to make a YouTube channel based around Smash, um, you, you, you kind of sought out sky because apparently sky pay was accepting like really low rent I see. but it turned but it turned out for the really low rent you were staying in a room with like five other people sharing like one bathroom and um yeah you had to give in to the wills of sky williams if you would say okay uh so he was overall it turned out he was a really bad guy he did a live stream like explaining himself doing a doing an apology basically and he was berated by the chat on twitch Everyone was like, no, nah, dude, like, this is, you're just, every, like, a lot of people came forth telling that Sky was a terrible person. Oh, gosh. And him, him, like, going out on Twitch trying to, like, redeem himself didn't work out. It backfired entirely. Yeah. And during his live stream, one of his roommates, one of his housemates unplugged the router. So the stream was cut. I was like, damn, even your housemates don't like you. Jesus. Like, um, so, yeah, uh, in a nutshell... A lot of a lot is going on in the Smash Bros. community even now. This this whole thing started like a few weeks ago, but it's still kind of unfolding as we speak. For sure, for sure. Um, Evo was canceled because of all these allegations that yeah, came out. I know. Wow. Um, yeah. So, um, and in my opinion, like I don't think this is ever gonna. Obviously, this is not gonna help um, the Smash community try and get. Nintendo to recognize it because for the longest time 
the people in the Smash community were like, why doesn't Nintendo recognize the the Smash community as like a legitimate tournament structure? Why don't they ever, you know, like support us? Basically, people were asking for Nintendo to support, like, yeah, you know, support us in tournaments, support us with like official like official Nintendo presence overall. Yes, and Nintendo never did that, and I don't think they ever will because of this. Now they really don't have a reason to. Exactly. So you're just you're not really pushing Nintendo to help you. You're you're pushing them away. Mm-hmm. And now Nintendo's like, well, you guys can't really handle yourselves. So why should we help you in the first place? Oh Jesus! <laughs> they didn't come out and say that, but I definitely know they're thinking it. <laughs> yeah, finding any uh, excuse. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the whole Smash community. That's it's being torn apart right now. And um, everyone's slowly trying to rebuild it with some positive attitudes, which is great. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other little details that I don't think I should go into because it's, it's just there's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to take in. Um, it. I don't want to end this all on a on a sad note. That's why we're starting with the sad stuff first. It sounds so, good. It sounds good. Yeah. Moving into the next really bad thing, Ubisoft had a huge sexual harassment scandal. Oh yeah, um, that's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so apparently working at Ubisoft is terrible. And um, which, you know, this this just is a it's not news for like we've we've talked about crunch. We've talked about like any company that deals with like it's not surprising at all. Right. Right. And also so, and also yeah. in terms of like these allegations the video game industry uh, very much for a long time and still kind of exists is, is very uh, male dominated. Yes. Yes. And all of these things contrib- can contribute um, the culture of it. Um, the culture of it piling up contributes to s- certain situations that happen. Yep. So, yeah. Um, this actually started because Jason Schreier, the man that we've mentioned before, who moved out from Polygon um, onto Bloomberg News, he reported that Ubisoft's main headquarters in Paris were like a frat house. And he was talking about how there's a lot of, um, as you just mentioned, Elisa, there's a lot of sexism going on within yeah. the company where males were getting more or getting better treatment than females. Um it's interesting because there there was something that came out where people were saying how the games are a reflection of that, where it's mainly male-dominated. Uh, there were supposed to be some females, female-playable characters in like Assassin's Creed Origins, but they were ultimately cut because the developers, the, yeah, the developers were like, we don't want to animate a female body because it would just take too much time. Um, it was There was... Um, the Assassin's Creed game where it took place in England where you were you could play brother and sister, but um, the male took up most of the time as a playable character as opposed to the female. These are like little nuances that I think a lot of people didn't really pick up on, or maybe they did, and they just didn't want to say anything because they're like, oh, Assassin's Creed, finally we get to play it. Um, so a lot there were a lot of accusations going on after this article came out. Um, uh, one of the biggest offenders would be Sergey Hasko, I think I'm pronouncing his name right. He is the was the chief creative officer at Ubisoft and he was like 
getting drunk at company parties and like groping people and saying like obnoxious things and yeah he was untouchable because he had a lot of clout within the company and a lot of developers would like make compromises to meet with his expectations and demands and um people looked up to him because of this and because of all this this influence he he had a power trip i guess you could say jesus it's bad it's really bad um so he was he's probably the one of the most prolific figures that um um Eve Gumo the CEO of the company let go of because you know i guess you got to cut off the the part that's infected right so yeah um there's a lot of other issues going on um but i think at a high level we covered what was going on with ubisoft I think when I when I saw a little bit of that article um the initial article there was this one thing I read where a lot of people were claiming that like in I I don't know if it was like papers or if it was in brainstorms like they'll talk about who the main character has to be of the story and then they they literally someone literally wrote um <laughs> white male <laughs> as the main character <laughs> and i was just like oh gosh <laughs> like way to make it obvious i guess <laughs> hitting it right on the nose I there <laughs> <laughs> like okay sure yeah. whatever you say <laughs> i don't know if that claims true but that is that's one thing i definitely remembered when i was first reading that yeah yeah and i think that like ubisoft is is claims that they're gonna try to fix all of this yeah, Eve Gumo came out with a statement saying that they're working internally to um, make sure that their human resources de- resources department does a better job. Yada yada yada. Typical corporate speak. Whether or not that's actually true, who knows? Yeah. But I mean, I hope that they are for the betterment of the people. HR's because... never on your side, though. Exactly. Exactly. Like I would actually like to read stories about the people that worked there, like who were firsthand victims yeah. of the crimes. Because we only hear about what the the bigger, higher-up people did. But, like, what about the people that, you know, were under um, Hesco who, who did other things? Yeah. Right? Like, we don't hear about the other managers and other people of higher positions that did bad things. Because I don't think it was just Hesco that did bad things. Yeah. It had to been, have been other people. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, apparently, Ubisoft's looking into all these allegations and... They're doing something about it, but that's what we're reading. Who knows if it's actually happening? Yeah. We'll see. Further developments to be made, we'll we'll find out. Yep, we'll find out. Uh, all right, moving on to other stuff. Well, not one other sad thing. Oh, <laughs> we got to talk about one last sad thing. Okay. Uh, it is the death of Mixer. As of yesterday, July 22nd, Mixer is no more. They have been absorbed into Facebook gaming. We touched on this briefly in a previous podcast. Um, people, there were a lot of streamers on Mixer that made Mixer their home. Uh, Mixer had a lot of benefits, low latency. There was like basically no lag. Um, basically, you were able to stream one for one almost um, using Mixer. Um, they had, a, yeah, it was just software and hardware that was ahead of its time 
Um, and when COVID hit, YouTube gaming, Twitch, their numbers rose, but Mixer stayed in the same place. Um, uh, as we all know, as we both know, Lisa, Mixer, what is it? They poached Ninja and Shroud, yes. two of the biggest streamers in the world. But I don't think that helped at all. I, it, I mean, the numbers show it didn't help at all. Yes. Because just because Ninja, you know, came to your platform does not mean that you're going to do well. And it, yeah, it turned out they didn't. So, yeah, it, it's sad. A lot of these small creators that called Mixer home don't, now don't have anywhere to go. Um, although a lot of them are saying that they're going to Twitch. Mixer did come out with a statement saying if you had like a partnership with Mixer... Um, Facebook Gaming is going to do their best to honor all the agreements that you had with Mixer. I mean, okay, but who's watching gaming videos on Facebook? Yeah. To be honest, like no, no one. one. Everyone's on Twitch. Everyone's on YouTube. Yeah. That's not. You can't. Happen. Yeah. Not gonna happen. And then people are like more. Um, like people don't like Facebook that much, anyways these days yeah like pe- like especially because zuckerberg is terrible so like, yeah like i guess facebook's trying really hard but i i doubt that anything's gonna happen yeah yeah i uh there's a lot of anti-facebook sentiment now and i understand why um and it makes sense the reason why i still keep my facebook is because of facebook messenger which is my number one because i use that almost every day to chat with people um and two, there's a lot of like pictures that I need to download from Facebook that I need to put on my personal computer, but it's going to take so long that I'm just lazy to download all the pictures. So they're just albums hanging out there. I mean, I don't know what the government's going to do with pictures of me in high school, but they're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm just gonna leave my Facebook account for the time being. I, I really don't have a reason to delete it right now. It's it just it's good as a communicating tool on Facebook Messenger. It is. Um, but I digress. It's sad that Mixer is gone for the people that were part of it. Um, it's I don't know. It's just you know even a even a company like like Microsoft can't beat what's already saturated in the market, which is YouTube and Twitch. You know, you would think that Microsoft would be able to get a one up on at least Twitch. But again, Twitch is backed by like Amazon, so like you have these three giants just like duking it out. Yeah. In the in the live stream game, um. But, yeah. So uh, it's sad that Mixer's gone, but it'll never be forgotten. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, gone. It's, it's 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 a different time. Gone and forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, oh, I forgot to mention this thing with, with Ubisoft. They had a press conference, like, shortly after the whole sexual harassment thing dropped. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the press conference, they were like, we're not going to talk about what just happened. We're going to show you some awesome games. I was like, that is really bad and really cringy. But okay, I guess we're doing this. Yep. So it they show Right, right. So they showed Watch Dogs Legion. They showed Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They showed um, Hyperscape, which is a battle royale game. Yeah. And they showed Far Cry 6, which is uh, starring Giancarlo Esposito, who's an awesome, awesome actor who's known for 
Gus in Breaking Bad, and also um, uh, Moff Gideon in uh, The Mandalorian. Literally one of the best actors who could play any villain character. God, he's so cool. You watched Breaking Bad? Oh, Breaking Bad is like one of my favorite dramas. Fuck yeah, it's so good, Breaking Bad is like one of the only dramas where I've watched the whole thing live. Like I watched it, the very first episode I watched live. I'm jealous. I had to binge it on Netflix. Oh, that's awesome. Which is totally fine too. Speaking of Netflix, if, um, one of the, greatest dramas i've ever or like thriller dramas i've ever seen in my life like i it's called dark one of like i think i on i genuinely think that this is netflix's best tv show that they've ever come out with it's a i've heard it's a german tv show it's okay absolutely amazing like like dark i think could possibly be better than a lot of dramas like like Dark is on par with Breaking Bad, in my opinion. Really? Like it's so it's great. It and I need to look this up. The casting is also like you just gotta watch it. Also, don't look anything up. Just watch it. It's one of those things where you're gonna be. It's good. It it just gets better if you have no idea what's going on. Okay, I'm. I literally just added it to my queue. Okay. Yes. Everyone's talking about it. I'm like, what is it? What is it? And I don't want to know. I just want to figure it out on my own. Yes, exactly. Cool. Thank you for recommending that. I totally forgot about that and it slipped out of my mind. Yeah, you you got it. You got to check it out. Hell yeah. Uh, cool. Cool. Um, speaking of conferences, Microsoft had theirs today. They showed Halo Infinite. A game that has been highly anticipated since its um, announcement, I believe it was last year or yeah. two years ago. I forget, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. I forward to it. I love Halo. Um, this game apparently takes place after Halo Five, and um, you didn't have to play any of the previous Halo games to play this one. This is kind of like a soft reboot, while also a continuation. It's going to be open world. Which is interesting because it's the first time that Halo has been open world as it's known traditionally as a very linear game. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this game. It's coming to Steam. It was announced today that it's also coming to Steam. So the hype train is real the for hype me. Train's I was real. just as I was just as hyped as I was for when the um Master Chief collection was announced for Steam as well. Uh I'm so excited. Halo three just got released for the for uh, the Master Chief Collection on Steam, so I can't wait to play that. Um, the gameplay looks awesome. Of course, he plays Master Chief because uh, in the previous game you played as another Spartan, and a lot of people didn't like that. Uh, so three four three Industries and Microsoft responded by saying, "All right, well, we're just gonna make you play the Chief again." And everyone's like, "Yes, that's what we wanted. Why didn't you listen to us in the first place?" Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I cannot wait. I don't know exactly what the story is. All I know is that there's a bunch of brutes that are taking over this giant ring and you have to stop them. Classic Halo stuff. Shoot bad guys. Destroy Halo. Save the day. Save the galaxy. Find your girlfriend, Cortana, and (laughs) call it a day. The end. The end of Halo. I just spoiled the whole game of Halo (laughs) Halo Infinite. (laughs) And I didn't even know it. Um... All right, so moving on, there are 
there are rumors of the NVIDIA RTX 3080 graphics card coming out. Oh, yeah. In, in, uh, I know that one. This fall, supposedly. So NVIDIA graphics cards come out every two years. The last release was the 2080 in 2018. And now NVIDIA is releasing the RTX 3080, hopefully this fall. A lot of people are saying that it's going to change the the graphics card game. Um, of course, it's going to be like VR ready, all that stuff. Yeah, I know. Uh, what is it? RTX on, RTX off. It's also going to be a thing still. Uh, ray tracing is going to be huge with this graphics card, obviously. People are looking forward to that. Um, I'm thinking about maybe getting a new computer in the future. So hey. I actually don't really mind the 3080. I actually want to get a 2080. I want to get last year's model because it's going to be cheaper. And it'll be just as fine. Exactly. Honestly, the only reason why I would want to upgrade, upgrade my computer is, one, my current computer is getting old. Yeah. I switched out its... I switched out its parts every like uh, the the past couple of years. I switched out the graphics card to a. Uh, I had originally had a 750 Ti, but it was a piece of shit. And so then, uh, a couple of years later, I got the 970 uh, GTX Nvidia GTX 970, and it's been holding out ever since. I love this graphics card. The images it produces are awesome. It plays all the games that I own in 1080p. Um, and yeah, this the, my machine overall. Uh, it's, it's had a couple hard drives fail it's had it's seen a lot but i think it's time to move on and plus this rig cannot take vr the ram is too slow the cpu is outdated the graphics card is too old so i think that my next pc will have like 32 gigabytes of ddr4 ram with like uh, a 2080 graphics card because i want to play half-life alex i honestly want to play the next iteration of half-life but I need a VR headset. Yeah, and I you're really gonna it doesn't do make. It. S- I mean, exactly. like, you've always so wanted it, to do it, but you're actually gonna get get it. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I never had a machine capable of running it. Um, my one of my buddies has the Oculus Quest, and he said that he likes it. Um, and I said, okay, it's it's like an all-in-one play system. Basically, you just plug it in, and you can play whatever game you want because all the hardware is inside the the VR set itself like you don't need those like motion detectors that hang on your ceiling or whatever yeah um you just you just have that you have the little motion controllers that you use your hands with and you're done but i was like okay so how do you play half-life alex because the oculus quest is only the hardware you can play on the quest is only available in the quest store and half-life alex is only available on steam because obviously it's created by valve so I asked him, like, how do you play Half-Life Alex? Because he's I've seen him playing it a lot on Steam. Yes. And he was like, All right, so you need to have um a really good internet connection. I was like, okay, something I'm struggling with. <laughs> and you need to have a really good PC with a nice graphics card. I was like, okay, two things that I don't have but, that I really need. But graphics cards half the battle, which you might That's get. That's true. So hopefully at the end of this year, Black Friday, I'm gonna upgrade my setup. I'm gonna buy a whole new case, all new parts. Um, upgrade my PC life, get that headset in the future. I don't think I'll get the Oculus Quest. I think I'm going to go for... Valve Index looks nice, but it is like $1,000, whereas, you know, HTC Vive is a little bit more affordable at like seven to $800, maybe even cheaper. I think it's like six to 500 now, but I got to get the PC first because I think I'll, I'll benefit more from it um, as opposed to just buying a headset and being like, all right, I got to wait, for you sure. know? 
It's like buying Ghost of Tsushima and not owning a PS4. Yeah. You're like, I gotta wait. It's like, okay, you have the hardware. I'm sorry, you have the software, but you don't have the hardware. Um, so yeah, gonna wait. Wait for that 3080 to drop, and then the prices for all the other stuff is gonna drop too. Yes. Uh, because right now, in the midst of this pandemic, PC parts are super expensive. They're like stupid, super expensive. Yeah, because everyone's, everyone's trying to set up their work from home situation. Exactly. So webcams are hard to find. Microphones are hard to find. So it's it kind of worked out in our favor, Lisa, because we already had microphones. I know, right? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So NVIDIA RTX 3080. Look for that this fall. Hopefully. Uh, all signs are pointing to that it'll release this fall. Um, moving on. Speaking of shortages on technology, the PS5. People are worried that there's not going to be enough units being produced people are th- people are saying and speculating that uh sony's only going to release a certain amount of units they're gonna what pull a nintendo for real for real the the main issue here is that they might actually they might not even be able to manufacture that many units right <laughs> yeah you know given that a lot of their processing is in china yeah which makes complete sense i think well i did what were you saying go on no, go on, go on. I think that if it happens, it works out because a lot of people, I think, are going to be too broke to buy a PlayStation. Or that's going to be the least of their worries. Exactly. I and honestly, I think... like, I don't think that this launch is, um... Like, obviously, they're still... Like, like I think X- Xbox and PlayStation are purposefully going to only release a few units, like, than they normally would like based off of pre-orders or whatever and i think it's going to work out in their favor because i because i think if they make too many unit units at this time i don't think that they're even going to um people are going to buy all of it because um a lot of people are just going to be like saving their money and a lot of people a lot of my friends who are gamers are unemployed right now like they got laid Mm. off yeah i just I just think it's going to be a weird launch, like, launch year overall. Yeah, it it's, it's, it's interesting you say that because it is a good time for gaming, but it's also a bad time yes. for being a gamer. Um, I mean, the gaming industry as a whole has been affected, just like the, the film and TV industries have also been affected. Yes. But uh, I feel like the gaming industry is a lot more accessible as far as, like, interactivity goes. Because you have games like Animal Crossing, as we mentioned before, um, you have like Ring Fit Adventure, you have Halo, Call of Duty, things that are like things that people can just pick up and play and enjoy. There's been a renewed interest in gaming because of COVID-19. And uh, it's good to be a gamer, but I think it's bad in the gaming industry because, you know, there's all this talk about like new systems coming out and, and new games, but not everyone can afford all these games. Like, I don't know if... Like, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima might be selling well, but you have a lot of people out there that can't afford it right now, but really want to play it. Yeah. I wonder, like... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how many units sell at the end of the year for both Xbox and PlayStation, and just how many people are even interested in games. I think, actually, that our current iterations of Xbox and PlayStation... um, like especially this holiday season we're going to be seeing a lot of current games like even cheaper to purchase like like cheaper than like a typical black friday just because 
like they're going to gauge if people are buying units and if they're not buying units then they're just going to make cheaper like the current games that exist oh wow that's just my yeah that's just my prediction no i can totally see that because uh like yeah we're gonna like for example we're gonna see the last of us like cyberpunk all of these kind of titles coming this year we're gonna see them a lot cheap cheaper during the christmas season than they normally would be games have always been traditionally 50 to 60 bucks um because i was talking to my dad one time he he gave us his old nes and i was like oh wow these must have been like really cheap he's like actually they were like 50 dollars when i bought them i'm like wow that is expensive but he's like yeah gaming prices never changed i was like wow that's interesting to note and like in the 80s super mario brothers was like 50 bucks yeah I mean, now it's still expensive because it's a collector's item, but I mean, given to like in comparison to today's standard prices for games, it's like it never changed. Yeah. You know, it, it always scaled. Yeah. And I, I it does make sense because as a developer, you want to recoup the costs. So, you know, the the price of the price per unit versus how many units are bought by X individuals will outweigh hopefully the price of the game the the price it costs to produce the game yes i mean i know naughty dog made back their money <laughs> you had all the people that loved naughty dog and, and bought the last of us 2 you had the people that hated the last of us 2 and but bought it anyways because they wanted to see <laughs> any of the people that were like i don't know what the last of us 2 is but i'm gonna play it anyways yep because i don't know why people are talking about it <laughs> um talking about the ps5 again the according to digital trends there's a factory that sony has um in tokyo that can churn out a ps4 every 30 seconds which is insane like just imagine going to that factory and you just see like in japan yeah so i believe that this is the factory that's going to start making ps5s maybe they um started sourcing stuff from in within japan yeah um since china you have has to been like, like you have to right now yeah you have to learn yeah. how to start production in your own country yeah because uh i mean sony says that the ps5 launch is not affected by covid so if they want to meet that deadline they have to look at other solutions yeah makes sense so apparently, according to this article, 32 robots are on the assembly line and 26 of them attach the wires. Um, and yeah, there's just a bunch of robots that make it. Imagine I want to see that. I want to go to that factory and just like watch a PS4 being made yeah, really in 30 curious. seconds. Yeah, it sounds so cool, right? I'm sure there's videos of it somewhere. Um, I'm not going to play it now because it's going <laughs> to it's going to be huh. on the audio. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, so. I'll send you the article. Maybe you can watch the video too, Lisa. Sounds good. I will watch it and I'll read the article. Sweet. The last bit of gaming news I have is about the rapper Logic. He is officially t- retiring from the rap game. He released his new album today, No Pressure. I believe he had like a live stream where he we showed it on Twitch or something. Um, Yeah. So he had it on Twitch live and um, he um, is retiring from the rap game and now he's going to be live streaming 
on Twitch as a gamer, doing other things as well, like just being an internet personality. Um, he signed an exclusive deal with Twitch for seven figures. Wow. That's that's insane. It's crazy. I think that Logic Legit has a song called Pressure or like Under Pressure. Makes sense. Yeah, so it, it, it so that's probably uh the title probably relates to that song. Um Logic is is actually not that bad of a rapper, but ever since he divorced his first wife, he, he's gone completely downhill. So really, I did not know. Probably for the best that he stops rapping. (laughs) Like I, like like Logic's not bad. He he, like I I I actually think he's like a pretty like he's a pretty good rapper. Um, definitely one of the definitely one of the better um, kind of like um like lyricists, and a lot of his songs are very um. Like a lot of his songs are very geek influenced as well, especially his um not younger songs, his older songs. And basically what happened was he ever since he divorced his wife and he kind of went mainstream, his songs suck now, so Oh man. I'm, That's I'm cool, bad. <laughs> I'm I'm cool with him. I'm cool with him dropping out. I haven't liked an album of his in like a while. So, I I heard a couple of his songs and I thought they were good. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is like a long time ago. This is like two thousand and like thirteen. Yeah. I no, that, that, I don't know that's when he what, started that's rapping. When he, yeah, like his his older stuff is a lot better. Like his older stuff was like, oh, I like Logic. Now I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just another yeah. just another rapper who you know does his thing. Yeah. yeah. I um yeah. I just heard a couple of his songs. I was like, okay, there's a cool, there's a dude named Logic. I was like, that's a cool name for a rapper. Never heard anything about him ever again. I, I would see his name pop up here and there for like, I don't know, like Coachella or whatever, just like shows, like like big name shows. I'm like, okay, cool. Or maybe he'd be in the Bay. I'm like, oh, the people are like, oh, Logic's in town. I'm like, that's cool. I don't really care that much. Like, I think I recognize he has talent, but I'm not a huge fan. Um, simply be- being for the reason that I don't really listen to his music. Yeah. Um. And no one ever like sent me a song from his being like, yo, listen to this awesome Logic song. I'm like, I, like no one ever did that. So I was like, all right. He kind of fell off my radar. And it wasn't until recently when I saw this article where I'm like, oh, wow, Logic's retiring? Interesting. And he's going to Twitch? Even more interesting. <laughs> um, So maybe he'll be the next ninja for Twitch? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, So I guess he's just going to be streaming on Twitch, he's gonna join the pantheon of other streamers that play games and talk to people online. Yep. Cool. I hope and wish him the best. <laughs> I hope he's gonna do well. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Like but I like I. If he could... I really have no idea what like how he is as a gamer, but I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. I'm. I don't really intend to click on his channel on Twitch. I just. I just think it, it's it's just weird that like a rapper is like, hey, I'm gonna quit music and I'm gonna go play video games on Twitch. It's like okay, it's the <laughs> cool, mood dude. these days, I guess. Yeah, I feel like COVID's getting to everyone. Not saying that you know the COVID's getting to Logic because he's he's going stir crazy, but uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, he just he, he does what he wants to. The dude can retire if he wants to. Yeah. Actually, there's a question in here. Yeah, sure. 
All right, so from podcast 138, the PS5 cast, from Arsenic Steel 00, they say, both consoles are rectangles and can fit on a shelf. You aren't playing Jenga with the boxes. Go measure the shelf you have your PS4 on. They have tape measures for a reason. Laugh my ass off. The weight scares you? Why are you people so fearful? You sound lost and confused. What's this in reference to? All right. Wow. A little bit of a negative downturn there. Oh, wait. No, no, no. But I'm confused. What's this in reference to? This is in reference to the PS5. We were talking about the PS5 in episode 138. And uh, they were saying that they're asking us, why does the weight scare you? And what are you people so fearful? Why are you people so fearful? What did we say? I'm confused. Like, the weight of... The console? The console? So their first part of the question, the first part of the comment and question was, uh, the the consoles are rectangles and they can fit on a shelf. They're they're arguing that you can't play Jenga or you're not playing Jenga with the boxes, and they're saying go measure the shelf that you have your PS4 on. Okay, that's true, but I don't know how big it is. I I'm not, I don't know if the dimensions of the PS5 are released. Um, so I mean I'll measure my PS4 sure, but will it fit? in the same space as my PS4 because I have, it's kind of like in a tiny crevice um, underneath my TV. Oh, I get, I, I get what he's asking now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Saying, okay. okay. I, I, I get it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, based off of all the measurements and the comparisons that we've done so far that people have done on the internet, I have to refinagle my whole setup to fit a PlayStation five whenever I get it based off of the, based off the, the, size comparisons that people have been doing so that answers yeah yeah that answers my question i actually do have to change my current setup to respond wholly to your question slash comment arsenic steel i mentioned in the beginning of that podcast or sometime during that podcast that i'm probably not going to buy the first iteration which is the model that you see in the thumbnail for that video um or slash podcast, I don't think I'm going to buy that version because I'm going to wait until there's a second iteration, which is going to be a year out from now. Um, because I just want the smaller form factor. I want the the updated version with like the better the better graphics card, the better pro- the better processor. And uh, who knows? Again, there might be issues with the PS5 on launch. We don't know. Maybe hopefully there there won't be because I want the PS5. But again, I probably won't buy that specific version so yeah i mean i I was i was mentioning in that podcast that the weight scares me because it looks heavy i don't know exactly how heavy it is um but yes i will buy the second iteration of it not the, the specific one that is the launch version yeah i'm i'm most likely getting the slim version either i i usually wait I usually wait for the smaller version of the console to come out unless I know there's not going to be a smaller version. Yeah, I think the PS4 was the exception for the both of us because we both have the first iteration of the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this one, I'm going to be a patient gamer. I'm going to wait until that second version comes out. And actually, because... the, 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 cur- the first generation of the PS4 is about the same size as a PS3 Slim. Yeah, and as well as the PS4 Pro, if I am correct. Yeah. But uh, if you want the PS4 Slim, yeah. Yeah, the PS4 Pro is basically the same size. They didn't really change the size there. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for the uh, negative 
comment, I guess. <laughs> they ended it with, you sound lost and confused. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, so there's your answer. Hopefully that satisfies you. I mean, I sometimes am lost and confused, but that's not relevant to the comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Lisa, let's close it out. Yeah, I actually need to go back to work anyways, so. Oh, oh wow, I'm sorry. I'm sorry so much to be taking your time away Oh, no, from no, work. you're totally fine. I just have to, now I have to talk to other um, studios that are awake right now, so. Got it's it, all, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, go uh, send us an email at contact at downtime.live. You can visit our website, contact, or you can visit our website, www.downtime.live. You can click on the contact form, um, send us a question or comment in that way, or you can send us an email. Um, you can click on the description of this video to find our Twitter, our YouTube, which I think you might be watching this on, or maybe you're on uh, Podbean or Stitcher. Um, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read it on the podcast. Um, we have a Steam group. We have um, a Discord uh, page, as I mentioned, and you can hang out with us there. We've got a Twitter. Yes. Uh, anywhere that this podcast is hosted, you can leave a question or comment, and we will answer it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't think I left anything out. Anything else, Eliza? Any closing words? Um, nope. That's it for me. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to Podcast 140. Have a good night. Peace. All right, stream is stopped. My recording. <laughs>